What's up everybody, Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I'm back with another episode, and first I wanna say thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode is going to be on the topic of how to build and maintain muscle mass from home. This is based off of an article that I just published on my website, and I'm gonna run through a lot of the nuts and bolts of the article, uh, talk about some of the key points, and really get a chance to elaborate on those key points here in video and podcast form. So uh, before we dive into it, as always, I wanna encourage you to follow along on all the different platforms that I'm on. So you can subscribe to the podcast first and foremost. I'm on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, you can also watch videos of these podcasts on Facebook and YouTube. That's where I post the full episode videos so that you can uh, watch them there. Um, and I also share a lot of this information on different social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on all those by just searching Chris Gates Fitness. So uh, I would really appreciate if you did follow along, if you happen to be on those platforms that would be great. And also, if you like what you're hearing and you think that it would benefit somebody that you know, please share it with them uh, or please you know, give me a review on a podcast platform or a comment on YouTube or you know, reply to me on any of the social media platforms. I'd love for this to start any type of conversation uh, that may benefit you and benefit others. So like I said, this episode is going to be on how you can build and maintain muscle mass at home. And once again, this is another topic, article, episode that is focused on what we're all dealing with right now. We're all now being ordered to stay at home. Uh, depending on where we are, those orders are different in length. Uh, I'm in Pennsylvania, so we actually just got a directive today that said we need to stay indoors uh, until April 30th. And that's the new, you know, kind of instruction that we've been given, which is, I think there's good and bad to it. Obviously, you the good is that us staying indoors promotes the social distancing that we're supposed to be practicing and it, um, it, it, it promotes against us spreading the coronavirus to each other if we're ill and staying at home. That means we're not interacting with other people. So I think there's a lot of good there. On a fitness and nutrition uh, frame of mind, it gets a little bit more challenging. It's been challenging for a couple weeks and now we know we have at least another month in some states, it's even longer. I saw Virginia's going until the beginning of June with their stay-at-home uh, directives. So it's it's challenging right now to find ways to stay active, stay fit, work towards the goals that you have, the goals that you maybe had before all of this craziness began. You know, how do you do that? How do you find the right way to go about doing that? Um, and is it even possible? That's I think something that a lot of people wonder is for this topic, I've been on a quest to build muscle. I've really been applying myself in the gym, doing all the little things that I'm supposed to. My diet's in line, my training's in line, but now I'm at home. So that training aspect of things is really kind of messed up. How do I continue to navigate that and work towards my goal? Or is it even possible? Should I just give up on that goal altogether? Well, you shouldn't give up on that goal altogether. And I'm going to explain to you why. We're going to look at some research evidence that shows us how the situation that we're in right now, if you want to build muscle, get stronger, uh, you know, improve your physique, the situation we're in right now isn't as dire as it may seem. The situation 
forces us to be more creative, more intentional, and more determined in terms of going at that goal. And I'll explain to you how that all kind of comes together as we run through this. So let's dive into some of the research evidence first, and then we'll talk about the coaching cues that I would give you to continue to pursue that goal of building muscle. So let's start with research evidence. Okay, first off, I want to talk about a 2013 study, and this study is really interesting because it compared two different groups of people, and both of these groups were in different training regimens. So it was over, this study was conducted over a course of 24 weeks. The first group trained consistently over all 24 weeks, and throughout the study, uh, those who were conducting the study took different measurements to see how those individuals were progressing. The one that we're going to focus on is their measurements of muscle cross-sectional area. So that first group trained consistently for 24 weeks. The second group in this study had a kind of an intermittent uh, training regimen. So what that second group would do was they would, they would train consistently for six straight weeks and then take three weeks off. And they alternated this. So for weeks one through six, they were training. Weeks seven through nine, they were off. Weeks 10 through 15, they were training. Weeks 16 through 18, they were off. And then for the final weeks, weeks 19 to 24, once again, they were training. So both groups had the same duration of training in this study, though the second group, I guess, in the end of it, accumulated less training volume. But what the research evidence showed was that both groups at the end of the study had very, very comparable measurements in terms of muscle gain over that 24-week period. Now, how we can apply this to you is in a sense of what I described before where you're in this situation now where, man, is all hope lost? I'm at home. I don't know what to do. I ha- It's been two weeks already. I haven't trained. How do I go about trying to make up for the progress I've already lost? How do I you know, even begin that process. Well, this study shows you that it is possible to train, take time off, train again, and actually continue the progress that you've made. Now, we did see in the study that for the second group, in weeks one through six, while they were training, you saw that their muscle cross-sectional measurements went up. And then in those three-week increments where they were not training, we saw decreases in muscle mass. But the interesting thing was that when that group would jump right back into six weeks of training, that muscle loss reversed itself very quickly. And this is, this fits in line with a term that's kind of considered bro science. And that's the term muscle memory. And it's actually not bro science at all. There's a lot of research evidence that shows us that there is this concept of muscle memory. And we're not going to dive into all the details of what that is and how that works here, but just understand that if you take some time off, it's not the end of the world. And it doesn't mean if you took three months of hard training to get to where you are and build the muscle that you have, and then you take three weeks off, that three weeks didn't undo everything that you accomplished in the previous three months. It just means you're going to take a little bit of time and and actually it's going to happen a lot quicker than you think, but you're going to take a little bit of time to regain that muscle, it's gonna come back very quickly and then you can keep progressing. So this study kind of helps us just frame of mind, confidence, optimism, hey, all is not lost. 
Now, the second study I want to talk about is a 2016 study that focused on low load or no load training. And what that is, is basically what happens to a lot of people when they have to train from home. You don't have a lot of weights laying around. You don't have a lot of workout equipment. At least most people don't. So you're forced to do things with body weight, resistance bands, maybe a set of dumbbells. This study focused on low load or no load training. And this study revealed to us another kind of bro sciencey concept of if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Because what this study found, researchers observed muscle growth across a range of external loads and muscle actions and suggested that muscle growth can occur independent of external load, provided there are enough muscle fibers being stimulated. So what this showed us was that the load doesn't necessarily determine how much muscle you're able to gain. You can build muscle whether you have a gym full of machines or if you just have your body weight. What is going to determine that level of muscle growth is going to be the level of work that you put in, the level of intensity that you're able to create in your workouts, and how many muscle fibers are going to actually be stimulated in that workout. Now, to simplify the muscle fiber concept, Essentially, we're saying how much work you can get out of your muscles while you're doing a training session at home. So the moral of the story here is that if you can get creative and find ways to work your muscles at home, you're likely to, number one, hold on to a lot of the muscle that you've gained through the training that led up until this period where now we're forced to be at home. Number two, you can not only maintain that muscle mass pretty easily, but you can continue to build muscle mass Again, it just goes back to the level of intensity, determination, mindset, all of these pieces that you put together to formulate good workouts, get creative with them, and continue to work the muscle groups that you've been training all along. Okay, so coaching cues for this topic of how to build and maintain muscle from home. Well, for starters, let's clarify what we're talking about. What did I just say? We're talking about building and maintaining muscle mass. So this isn't necessarily going to be applicable to... If your goals are cardio-based, weight loss-based, running, things like that, we're talking specifically about you've built some muscle, you want to maintain it, or you want to keep building muscle while we're all kind of trapped at home right now. In order to best approach this, you're going to first have to set realistic goals for yourself. I know that I talked about with the previous research that we went through how you can build muscle and how... It isn't an end game to be training from home. And that's true. Now, realistically, we don't have all the resources that we have at the gym. So the level of muscle that we're able to build or the level of progress that we're able to make is probably not going to be the same as it would be if we had access to all those resources we've grown accustomed to. That's just logical. Now, a lot of, well, I don't want to say a lot of people, but sometimes people can get caught in setting goals in a situation like this that are just unrealistic or too high. You you put yourself on too high of a pedestal and don't factor in, you know, the, the realities of this is a really stressful time for people. Your diet may not always be in check. You may have work stresses now that you're working from home. You may have family stresses. Somebody may get sick. You may get sick. There are so many different things happening right now. And it's, it's, unrealistic to think that you're going to deal with all of that 
and also get such optimal training from home that your progress is gonna continue in a linear line upward and nothing's gonna change. Obviously, that's not gonna be the case. We can build muscle, we can keep making progress, but it's probably not gonna be the same level as it would be if you were able to work out in the gym and everything in the world was normal. So set realistic goals for yourself. Understand that you can make progress, but it's probably going to be uh, a bit less at least than normally. Now, second, I would encourage you to really get creative with what you can do at home. I've provided a lot of resources already on my website of ways that you can get in quality at-home workouts, and I've got more of those coming, so I would continue I would encourage you to continue to come back to the site and check for in my articles what new workouts I've posted, what new resources I've provided. It's all free because I want to help you. The thing about working out at home as compared to working out in the gym is we can really dumb it down to weight is weight. There's no difference between me holding 25 pounds of books or me holding a 25 pound dumbbell. The, the real difference is that a dumbbell has a handle and it's much more convenient for me to do something like a bicep curl with. So there's the difference. But in general, dumbbells, barbells, fancy equipment, it, it, it's no different than any other weight that you can find it's just that it's set up for you to move easily. So what you need to do is get creative, find things around the house that are weight that you can package together and move somehow. I've put out a lot of body weight and resistance band information. I have a backpack workout as well that you can check out on the site. And the backpack workout is great because it's the epitome of getting creative and moving weight. You can stuff, a everybody has a backpack, first of all. You can stuff that backpack with just about anything in the house. In the video that I did, I stuffed it full of liquor bottles and books and I got it to weigh 30 pounds and I did just an insanely difficult workout at home where I worked out every muscle group in my body. And it was just like being at the gym, just the format of the weight was different. Get creative, I'm telling you all of this just to hammer home the fact that you have to get creative with this stuff. It's not going to happen for you magically. You need to put some extra thought into it. We've mentioned that before. A little extra mind power, a little extra creativity, and you can make it happen. I also have an article on my website right now, five tips for exercising while working at home, where I talk more about getting creative using your resources. I encourage you to check that out as well. Now, in terms of a training prescription, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you're going to have to be working pretty close to or at failure. And if you're not familiar with what failure means, failure basically means when you can't lift anymore. So if you're doing bicep curls, you do bicep curls until you can't do them anymore. Um, when you're using low weight or no weight or body weight, uh, I guess I should say, it's going to require more overall volume, so more sets and more reps for you to get the stimulus that would kind of match up with something like, let's talk a chest press, okay? So the easy version of, if you're doing a dumbbell chest press at the gym and you can't do that now, well, we have push-ups that we can do. But say you're doing at the gym four sets of 10 with 70 pound dumbbells. Well, you're gonna have to do a lot of push-ups at home to 
get an equal stimulus to four sets of 10 at 70 pounds. Uh, so you could, I hope, understand what I'm saying here is that you're going to have to do more sets, more reps. You're going to have to get that burn. You're going to have to feel your muscles ready to give out. You're going to have to get at or very close to failure in order to achieve this goal of maintaining the muscle mass that you have or now building more muscle mass. And then from there, it's all about the same concepts as if we're lifting in the gym, progressive overload. So if you do a session of 100 push-ups this week, next week, look to do 101 or 102, 105, 110. Look to add each week to whatever those movements are. Continue overloading your muscles. Continue to build and see progression going in the direction that you want. And now finally, to get progression going in the way that you want, you normally have to have your nutrition in check as well. This is something that is very crucial for building muscle. You need to be in a calorie surplus. You need to be eating uh, enough protein on a daily basis to help your body grow. These are basic things. If, if you don't have the background on those, I got a ton of resources on my website that can help you figure out how to put your diet together. I also have a dieting guide ebook uh, that I sell that really walks you through the process of setting up your entire diet. So you could give that a look as well. But calorie surplus, eating enough protein, these are going to also determine if you're able to maintain or build muscle over time. But in a nutshell, man, this is all possible. It's it's all about the things that we've gone through already. You got to get creative. You got to have a certain level of intensity to your workouts. You have to have the mindset and the understanding of what realistic goals are. And then you have to have determination to legitimately give this effort day after day while you're at home. It's not ending anytime soon, it seems. And, and I know that's a downer for a lot of you. It's a downer for me too. Uh, but we have to make the best of it in, in as many ways as we possibly can. So exercise training is something that helps us stay level-headed in normal circumstances. It's that much more important for us to continue that while we're at home. And I would encourage you to continue pursuing whatever goals you had prior to the coronavirus and social distancing and at-home orders because that gives you something else to focus on outside of just the craziness and the scary reports that are coming out on a daily basis. I know it's helped me a lot. There's a lot of evidence that suggests it helps just about anybody. So I hope this helps. I hope you found this informative and useful. If you have any questions, as always, please feel free to contact me and let me know. Um, I I'm a coach, and if coaching is something that you're interested in, you know, right now might be as good of a time for it as any because this is about as tough as it can be to navigate how to stay on track with fitness and nutrition. And I would love to help you. So uh, feel free to contact me if that's something you're interested in as well. I have a lot of different options that, you know, we can work together on. Uh, and like I said at the beginning, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please tell a friend, give me a review. I'm on YouTube and Facebook as well, where I share videos of these podcasts. And then, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, I think that's everything. Um, search Chris Gates Fitness, you're going to find me on just about any platform. So thanks so much for watching and listening. And uh, I will talk to you guys again soon. Stay, stay safe and stay healthy. All right, see ya.